now just like that. Yeah. Episode Three, 51, two, David. One. Oh, when's the camera? Okay. All right. We're good. We're live. Do you have, how many handbags do you have there? Are you getting ready to go pick up cans on the, on the east side of Cincinnati? What? Hey, man. You're going to have to explain. For people that are only listening, explain what you're wearing right now. <laughs> so I'm wearing... A derby jacket. This is not as fancy as some of the ones. This is just a traditional gray sport coat. And then my derby hat. That is a nice big floppy hat. That a woman would wear. (laughs) And also me. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. I mean, it's this weekend. It's it's the Kentucky's Super Bowl of horses. The greatest two minutes in sports. That's right. Yeah, there's a lot of other great two-minute things, but we digress. To honor David dressed up, to honor, we're going to go ahead and get started drinking because I don't, I didn't want it to sit around. Yes. I've made a mint julep. Now, here's how I've made it, David. All right, let's I've go. Let's different hear. recipes. Two ounces Woodford Reserve bourbon. Ooh, my, I don't know if you can, you, my glass is icing up. Yeah, I can. Did you did you do Woodford or did you you? I did, you I did Woodford. Woodford. I, okay. I was going to do Buffalo Trace, and I was like, "Well, Woodford makes sense because it's the sponsor." One out. So some recipes call for powdered sugar. Really? Yes. I never heard of that. Okay. Uh, and then I read, and we'll get into in the show. We're going to talk about Kentucky Derby cocktails, but most all the time they use simple syrup. Yes. So I did two ounces bourbon one ounce simple syrup shaved ice mate i cut it up in the blender and then i have three mint leaves that i've cranked down in there muddled muddled i don't have a a, muddler abby didn't give it the i gave her a little taste before i came down here thumbs down i've never been a fan of a mint julep i think i've only had them like maybe once or twice so this is uh, to the running of the Kentucky Derby Saturday, Churchill Downs, Louisville, Kentucky. Too minty. It's gross. <laughs> it's the it's the sugary syrup with the bourbon. People love that though, man. Like a, a it smells good. Yeah. I feel like the mud, the more you like muddle. Your mint. <laughs> what you, that you, do? I don't know. It brings up the the minty flavors. I don't want to. It, you it can also use. I can taste the mint. Yeah, you can also use toothpaste if you don't have a little cold fresh mint. Yeah, <laughs> uh, crest. You got to do crest uh, mint, spearmint flavor, peppermint flavor. Well, episode fifty one brought to you by. I saw. I don't know if you saw, but. Uh, the CEO, I guess he's the CEO, um, Matt McCarthy, questioned me calling him uppity on the last podcast. And uh-huh. so today he takes a picture of his broadcast in um, Louisville of the uh, Louisville Arena football team at the Yum Center. Yeah. And then I commented on that uppity. So they're doing big things. I am super proud of them and what they're doing. If you want to check them out, go to veercast.com. They'll stream arena football, peewee football, lingerie football. Mostly just any kind of football. David's next uh, fashion show in drag. That's going to happen. (laughs) Any of that. So, yeah, they've been awesome to us. Hopefully soon we're going to go see them. I don't know if we, we haven't really talked about it, but. We got we're you. coming up on we're 51, so the next episode is 52. 52. That's a year. So that's a big one. So this is kind of the one where it's like, ah, we kind of just goof off the whole episode just to ha- just to get one in, right? Is that okay. what we're doing tonight? No, we've got some serious topics. I feel weird. I've got, I, I even got a new bourbon this week, and I thought about doing it too, but I'll sip on this bitch all night and see how it goes. All right. Okay. This looks so, weird with the mint floating around. and I saw, so I went, this is probably the most, other than when I was in Cleveland, the most that I've been out and about in a long time. That could I be went, marijuana leaves and I wouldn't fucking know. That's so gross. 
So I went to a new brewery. Well, sort of a new brewery. It's a a new brewery or a brewery that has a new tap room. Okay. Uh, called Nine Giant, and they are in kind of like the the hipsterish neighborhood. But they actually were doing, uh, bl- uh, I guess blueberry mint juleps, and they were do- it was a, a beer cocktail with. They had a, a beer that was like a blueberry Berliner Weiss, and they were making mint juleps with that, and it looked fantastic. I didn't try one, but it looked really good. The Fermentorium, if you are in Cincinnati, check them out. We had a great time. I drank a lot of bourbon, and we had we had brunch today. It's Who has my, brunch? I did. Well, somebody that wears a hat like that. Yeah, this brunch. is the hat that I wore to brunch. Uh, it's my anniversary weekend and we are going to get jabbed up on Monday and Tuesday. So we don't know what's, Oh, you're getting uh yeah. tattoos. Yes. Uh, so we don't know how we're going to feel. So we celebrated just all weekend, the, the weekend before. So this, two, uh, two years ago this weekend, Gary was in a suit, believe it or not. Almost. I mean, I was too, but it was more interesting to see Gary in one. A little piece of advice, young Padwan celebrate as often as you can your marriage. Yes, I agree. We celebrate our every month. So this is actually our 24 month anniversary. It's like when you have a kid and like, Oh, he's 18 months old. And then after two, it kind of just goes. Yeah. Away. Oh, he's, he's a 74 months old. <laughs> yeah. He's a cute little bastard. <laughs> so, but I, so I drank some bourbon and we'll, I'm going to talk a little bit about the bourbon later, but first, Rivalry Brews brings you our beer today. Oh, are you gonna go? You go ahead and drink first. We're gonna get to drinking out of the way. Off. Yes, because I poured, I'm gonna me, be I poured me some bourbon just right. to sip throughout here. All right. So ten percent off rivalrybrews.com with code MMA McKinney. They've been awesome. I know some people have used our code. Some people have sent us their their hauls, which is <laughs> which is awesome. And I, I love seeing people get new beer. It's for me. It's like the it's like Christmas morning when I or like I love ordering beer, beer because miss. it's yes beer miss. It's there's no better mail than beer mail. So rivalrybrews.com, they've got a bunch of new fresh beer that they just got in stock. They got a bunch of Mad Tree beer, which is Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch from Hi Ho Brewing, which is up in Akron, and they've always got fresh stuff. That's what I love. Every time I go on their website, something new. It's not the same stuff over and over. Um, that's and that's why I like them. But today. Drinking a beer that I picked up when I was in Cleveland, uh, what, two weeks ago now? Um, and I went to this brewery and hadn't ever had this beer before, surprisingly. I, I guess I didn't really realize, but I went to Market Garden Brewery. They're one of the bigger breweries up in Cleveland area. They've got a big brew pub, and I talked a lot about their um, their location. I, I did a big post on mmmckinney.com, all the breweries that I went to in Ohio City. This beer... I picked up, as I mentioned on the way home, Citramax is their kind of their core IPA. And it's got, I always, it, the camera always messes me up. So Citramax, uh, you know, you don't see a lot of craft beer now, even in bottles. We talked about this a lot, but it's in a bottle. Right. Um, it's got a, you know, a really cool label. And the, the part of, about the label that I like is the back. And you're from Kentucky, so you might not recognize, but that's the, the shape of the state of Ohio on the back label with the UPC code on it. So it's pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty handy. But as far as the beer goes, it's just a typical like West coast style IPA dry hopped and it's dry hopped with citra hops. So it's very like citrusy. Um, You very rarely now will see an IPA that's not dry hopped and pop quiz. Do you know what dry hopping is? I did that in the backseat (laughs) of my car in the 10th grade, I think. (laughs) Yes, uh, it's my anniversary weekend, so we you dry yeah. hopped a little bit. <laughs> I actually did dry hop the other day, but that was with a beer. So, <laughs> tell me what dry hopping. Dry is. hopping is after you brew the beer while it's fermenting, you add hops to the beer while it's fermenting. So not during the boil of the beer, not during the brewing process. So it's post brewing process. It's called dry hopping. It's almost every, it's kind of like a cheat code for brewing because it, it kind of balances everything out. It kind of mellows stuff out. So it's not overpowering. Like you don't get that crazy bitterness of it. You, you get a, a good amount of the aroma, but you, it doesn't, 
it's not overpowering for the beer. So it's it's a good kind of like way to to balance you out any sort of beer, any any IPA. Over hop some beer. Oh yeah, you definitely can. I would never do that though. I'm, you have a very I'm, distinct swallow. So you I never told you that. A couple people. It's like a good gulp. Like a <laughs> I always take big, big giant swigs. So I don't I don't sip stuff. I gotta hmm. I gotta do but hang on here again. I'm go again. <laughs> that's that's a powerful sip. <laughs> All right. So Market Garden Brewery Citramax IPA. I'll be sipping on that throughout the beer or throughout the uh whatever we're doing. A podcast. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> I don't know. It's off the rails already. We're 10 minutes in. You could probably tell. And I'm not drunk, which that, is something. That's, that's the that's first so sign. That's like somebody saying, starting the conversation, I'm not racist. Yeah. That's I don't want to sound, <laughs> I don't want to sound racist. I don't want to sound sexist. I don't want to sound drunk, but no, I actually am not. I. You're wearing a woman's hat. <laughs> well, here, hold on. Uh, yeah. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, all right. Hobo Joe. <laughs> all right, there we go. Is yeah. that better? All right, now you I got my caveat on. So anyway, um yeah, I don't even know what we we're saying. I'm not I'm not drunk. drunk. You started saying I'm not drunk, but no, the uh yeah, I I've had a couple today. Let's just let's just put it at that. No mint oh, I tell you what. If you are a UFC fan, which we are outsider-ish of the UFC, the last night's shit was off the chain, David. I don't know if you followed it. I know you saw what happened in, in one of the fights, but overall, maybe, I don't know if it's where the, like, you really hadn't heard the fans. It was all the, you know, the, just yeah. the crazy finishes. Jake Paul was there. Nick Diaz was there. <laughs> I did not see that. I saw the highlights yeah. of the of the fight. So first off, poor Chris Weidman. Oh, I mean, God. he bent his leg and I mean, I don't. People, are, someone probably needs to tell him that his leg is not supposed to do. Like he looks like Gumby at this point. How crazy is it that the same injury that happened to one of his opponents during a fight? Yeah, happens to him. Different leg, but same result. Yeah. And this happened to, uh, what was the other fighter's name? Corey. Corey Hill. Hill. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. Happened to him too. So he was, yeah. A side note, Corey Hill was like more lightweight. And I remember people thinking like, oh, that's crazy. Like now six foot four lightweight, 155 pounds is pretty commonplace. Like I've seen amateur fighters that are that weight and they look, you know, pretty ridiculous and and how i don't know how people make this weight but anyway side note i interviewed Corey hill a couple times like david said rest in peace uh and i was around him quite a bit when i was covering the xfc and i'll never forget like he was absolutely ripped he was a ripped dude and somebody said man how do you get those and he pulled up his shirt and he had like a 12 pack up to his he, neck yeah he said you can't eat cheese if you want some of these and I don't know if that was true. Like he didn't eat dairy, and he thought maybe that. That's, that's something that Juan would say, but while eating, while <laughs> eating while cheese, eat. yeah. <laughs> um, so Chris Weidman snaps his leg. Dana White says it was uh, the first, um, first time somebody won without throwing a strike, without throwing a punch. Maybe I think it was a strike. Well, Ben Askren, I don't think threw a punch his whole his whole career, including in the boxing match that he had against Jake Paul. <laughs> Yeah, but it was so brutal. And like Uriah Hall, they fought for CFFC, right? Like yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah, no, uh, um, Ring of Combat, Lou Negley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was that was like right when I first got in, and I think uh, into like local MMA because I think Jessica I was on that card. She was from was Ohio, an and then now as a pro. She was from Ohio, and then that was like one of her first big fights going to. So I remember watching that on at the Tropicana GF, at GFL. Did go you fight have, live. Side note: GFL owes me about a hundred dollars. They're no longer around, but they owed me about yeah. $100. Well, they changed their they changed their name to Fight TV. 
<laughs> to uh, it's that's to it's mostly the same people me. to avoid pain. It's mostly the same people, right? Mm. I know Dave. Dave, what's his name? I don't say his name out loud, but yeah, no, um, was part of it. So anyway, I saw they just got bought fight TV did by somebody. Sony. Yeah. PlayStation. But the, (laughs) I did not watch the, the event, but, uh, five fight main card. You had three title fights, which that could go long. It did. But all five fights knock out, including Kamaru Usman, knock out uh, Masvidal because Masvidal was like, hey man, give me a full camp and I won't lose 50 to 40 what, 43 or what, you know, whatever. Dude, he said, yeah, he you won't hit. lose 50 to 40. You'll get TKO'd in the second round. No, no, that was a clean or knockout. Sorry. Uh, it yeah. was a clean. He, he he hits him with the old two-piece, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Three-piece and a biscuit. Yeah. And when he hits and him, you, yeah. you see the sweat fly off of Masvidal. Yeah. Like something out of Rocky and he's out cold, dude. But I'll tell you the moment that like almost got me a little bit, and I, and I don't know why, but when Thug Rose, like she's in her corner, him. right, screaming. This is before the fight starts, I'm the best. I'm the best. Pat Barry doing his thing, hyping him up. I don't know if you ever talked to Pat Barry, but like he'll talk for six days. He doesn't care. You ask, he's the guy you ask him one question 45 minutes later. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Um, but she can tell she's, and she took a little heat. You know, she's fighting a Chinese lady. She said, uh, better dead than red. Oh, man. Uh, which she's, she has Lithuania anyway, like a minute 15 in head kick knockout. Dude, she's shaking. She's crying. Pat Barry's going crazy. And it's just like, wow. Like, they, these people at that level really do put all of it on the line out there. Like, they, that's their life. And like that self affirmation, pumping yourself up. I'm the best. You know, I'm just glad that, yeah. I'm just glad that Pat Barry's still hanging around Thug Rose because. I remember there was a time when she was kind of on the come up and he was the, the big star right. of that relationship and, and tables have turned. <laughs> now he's, I don't even know what he's doing. Coach and thug. He's yeah, he's their coach. So I don't know. And then I was just crazy, man. I, I don't know. Just a crazy night. Uh, Jimmy, what's his name? Crute. Jimmy Crute lost. Yeah. He's in the hospital. He probably blew his whole leg off. He was taking work. Yeah. But here's the highlight of the night. As I said, Jake Paul comes there. He's in Jacksonville. The whole crowd erupts. They're screaming, fuck Jake Paul. (laughs) So things are happening. Uh, And there's pictures of it. Apparently, Daniel Cormier wasn't about that life. He went up to Jake Paul and said, you know, don't come in here starting none of that. I'll slap your head off. And then goes on to tell Joe Rogan that's what he told him. And there's a picture, and it looks like like he's talking to Jake. Jake's all disheveled, looking like a big sack of shit. But I was just like, damn. But the, here's the thing. Jake Paul got so much. He got that attention grab right there. He's in that minds of every UFC fighter. They all want a piece of that action. You know why? Yeah. So they make more money. And he, he came out, you know, straight shooting about how much money he made, how much money's out outside of the UFC for these guys. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Tyron Woodley's not under contract to UFC anymore. I'd like <laughs> to even get some smoke from Jake Paul. Man. Yeah. I don't know about – I don't want to see him get hit in the head anymore, though. I've seen – I've known him since – his second pro fight when he was back in, in strike force on like the challengers yeah. prelim cards. And it you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It was awesome seeing him reach that, you know, the level that he did, but then the downfall man is, is it's way harder going down the the mountain than it, oh, than it, is, yeah. than it is going up the mountain. I feel like sometimes, but the, the Cormier thing almost seems to me a little contrived at this point where, there's a little um, you're not there's wrong. a there's a little bit of like hey let's let's see what we can we how much we can let's see it let's because i think jake paul probably has people that are like hey we're, we're testing out opponents to see okay what do fans do they like 
Cormier. Cormier. <laughs> they like, uh, There's no way they would let Jake Paul and Daniel Cormier fight. I mean, he's like a one night, like 190. I think he weighed in at with against uh, Askren. I could see. I mean, that's a what light cruiserweight or whatever it is. In, I don't know boxing weight classes, but there Cormier fought at 205. That's not that far, far off. I don't. Know I mean Cormier. Cormier actually can throw hands, so Jake Paul is not going to fight him. Do you know who I want to see Jake Paul fight next? Uh, Thug Rose. Nobody. He's, I don't care if he ever fights again. Well, he less. will. There's too much oh, money I'm sure. for him to not. I mean, he's got to get. And yeah. here's the thing. Get that money. If there's a market for that out there, for this crazy Sacho act, do it. Yeah. There's, yeah, way too much money at this point. It came like, out, you talked about last week. It came out this week that Jake Paul was very upset with Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> He's going to troll even, you all night. He didn't even troll really Jake Paul that much. He trolled more Ben Askren than he did Jake Paul uh, and, and the event as a whole. And it yeah. was it was hilarious. And what do you think? He's just going to be a straight shooter like when he shows up? Like, did they think he was going to be the Jack next? Jack Harlow, the rapper from Louisville. Those are the two guys yeah. you want doing interviews. Did, did they think he was going to be like the next Joe Rogan and just, just play it straight and be like backstage with the, you know, with the suit on. And I mean, I don't know, like you give Pete Davidson a live mic, he's going to say some dumb shit. It was awesome though. <laughs> it was awesome. I don't know, man. It was honestly like, and you didn't join us, but I was in the uh, discord with ginger and the oh, beard. I need to be on there. Yeah. I'm talking about the fights. <clears throat> Maybe even some streaming of the front. I don't know if that's yeah. true or not. Uh, yeah, you can't do that. But it was a good night. It's a good night, David. Yeah, I streaming was... on ESPN Plus for seventy nine ninety five. That's what you were doing, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I was. Bur- bourbon money right there, man. I got that bourbon money. So we talked about Kentucky Derby. Who's your pick? I don't know. Number three. So I was looking at just, just real quick side note. Have they set the field yeah. yet? Yes. So I like the field. I like everyone in the field. I'm going to bet on, I'm going to bet on every horse. That way I'm guaranteed to win. Uh, but the, so rock your world beat um, Medina's spirit and the Santa Anita Derby. I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, <laughs> Hot Rod Charlie, who's a six to one, looked uh, like a completely new horse and has went in. The, he won the Louisiana Derby. What are you reading this off of? Essential quality has answered every challenge thrown his way. That's, you know, I was, I was thinking that too. Um, and Medina. <laughs> that makes you look smarter. <laughs> Medina's spirit is a, is a horse to fade with your uh, 2021 Kentucky Derby picks, according to uh, Dimling. I don't know who Dimling is, the, but the here's so I was looking at. at just, I just wanted to see the field out of curiosity, but uh, essential quality is a five to two favorite. But the the names I like the names this year. You got Rock Your World. Mm-hmm. You got Highly Motivated. I mean, how could you know, how could you go against Highly Motivated? You got Midnight Bourbon, a fifteen Ooh. to one. You also got Bourbonic as a thirty to one. Bourbonic. Uh, I feel like, like if you want. Yes, bourbonic plague. I feel like if you want a a long shot, you can go with soup and sandwich. It's a thirty to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, hidden stash is a fifty to one. <laughs> Dream shake is is TBD right now. And all um, these here's the thing too: all these odds will change as the week goes on. Yes, they will. Depending on, I mean, we're we're going to set, you know, based on our t- us talking about it right now, it's yeah. going to go probably either up or down. I'm going to go ahead and 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 go out on a limb here. I'm going to make my pick. Okay. Uh, you put some money down on it. Okay. Take it to the bank. Hot Rod Charlie at six to one right now. Taking Hot Rod Charlie. Give me an exacta with highly motivated and give me a trifecta with midnight bourbon. And we'll come back next week. And I should probably should have wrote that down because I already forgot. <laughs> All right. Clip I'm going to pick. We'll I'm going to pick. This. What is it? Hot Rod Charlie to win. Mm-hmm. Rock your or no wait. Highly motivated. For an exacta, fifteen yeah. to one, and then rock your war, or midnight bourbon. Yeah, for a trifecta, one uh, two trifecta. three, and box box that. It's like coming in any order. Right? Yeah, do a one dollar box. So that's what three dollars ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, uh, uh, do not bet based on what we say. <laughs> I feel like we legally, I don't, we haven't checked, but I feel like legally we have to say that. Yeah. Um, but if yeah. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1 800 stop gambling now. I know that's on all the bar stools. Yes. Things now. Uh, yeah. Don't bet based on, I mean, I wouldn't even bet based on what I think. So you, saw, you definitely shouldn't. Speaking of Barstool, I saw Dave Portnoy talk to your favorite person. Yeah. Ben Shapiro. Oh, oh my goodness. That's a pretty good interview. Dave is so weird. Like, he talked about coming out of college, the three businesses he wanted to start. He said he didn't want to work for anybody. He knew that. So three businesses he wanted to start. Pizza app. Pizza rating app. Not at the time. (laughs) Was Barstool, obviously, a, a newspaper. Yeah. Second was he wanted to do like, he wanted to be a scouting agent for talent, not just going to kind of just talent in general, not going to like major division one, but like guys that were good, but couldn't play division one for what sport, just any sport. I think any sport volleyball. I'm going to get a good D2 volleyball player. Hey, who just, but I don't know if you know this, who's the national champions in NCAA volleyball this year? Uh, Oklahoma State. University of Kentucky. That's, yeah. Uh, Ohio State men's Didn't volleyball win. has <laughs> won a lot. Hey, you know there's college beach, beach volleyball now? Yeah, well, they have it. We I drove you past the beach volleyball when you were in Moorhead. We drove right past the, the beach volleyball. That's where they do the nationals in Moorhead. Final four. <laughs> hey, uh, I, before I forget about this, in Cleveland, they have a uh, a soapbox derby course. Yeah. Like, legit soapbox derby. And it made me think of, uh, you ever watch Little Rascals? Yes. That's what it made me think of. Alfalfa going downhill, looking for, uh, what's her name, Darla? Mm-hmm. Now, what's, is that her name, Darla? Yes. Yes, Darla. With his little uh, hair poking up. Anyway. You can cut that up. <laughs> no, it's. I like your <laughs> random knowledge of the little rascals. That was before your time. No, that was right up. My, I had the VHS of that, man. Come on. I, I mean, it came out in like the 60s or 70s. Oh, no. I'm talking about the remake. The yeah, remake. The little remake. Yeah. Are you the a good, remake fan? Because I sometimes am not. Like, sometimes well, I mean, just leave I never on. knew about the fact that, that it was a remake, but I do know that Reba McIntyre is in the one. It, there was a one in the 90s that was like a Disney one. And Reba McIntyre was in it. While we're still somewhere near the vicinity of the Kentucky Derby in this conversation. Yes. We're talking about the Kentucky Derby cocktails. Um, and here's the thing. 95% of all bourbon in the world is made in Kentucky. How much of what percentage of Kentucky bourbon is made in Kentucky? 98%. <laughs> Where else? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. So we've got the 147th run, the Kentucky Derby, the drink, which I made right here. Mint julep. Not, not, uh, it's not my cup of tea. Mint julep, Kentucky Derby staple. This Saturday, Churchill Downs, or I'm sorry, on a normal Saturday when Churchill Downs hosts spectators at 100% capacity, over 100,000 mint juleps are sold. Think about that. 100,000 yeah. mint juleps are sold. That's including the Oaks on Friday and the Derby on Saturday. This requires around 10,000 bottles of mint julep mix, which I could not find, 1,000 pounds of fresh mint, and 60,000 pounds of ice. Did you see the uh, the pre-made like mint julep? Uh, had, I saw Maker's Mark and Woodford had like pre-made, like it was like 35% alcohol. It was like the mint julep mix with bourbon already in it and, and simple syrup. You just pour it over ice. Yeah. So it. if you make it from scratch, you get the bourbon of your choice, simple syrup and mint. Um, and the Kentucky Derby, if you're there on Saturday, they use Woodford Reserve. Um, I don't know. That's It's not my cup of tea. Now there's a mint julep mocktail that uses, instead of bourbon, what L8. do they use? L8 right over here in Winchester, Kentucky. Now, my my pick here. So so I looked down this list 
I've, right. I've tried or at least had a, and I close to something. The one that I, I have actually had that it's delicious is bourbon slush. You yes. had bourbon slush. I have yes. on my birthday. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, like, I've also had old fashioned, which is great. Um, yeah. you've Keen got the, the black eyed wanna- Susan. I don't know. It's the official drink of the Preakness. It's a sweet and fruity cocktail. Um, Includes vodka, bourbon, and orange juice. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Eh. The I did. I've had a Keeneland Egg breeze. The oaks. The, oh shit! Sorry. Uh, what's in a Keeneland breeze? No. Uh, the almost, uh, here it is. Yeah. It's Light cistern infused drink featuring bourbon, triple sec, and ginger ale. Yeah. It sounds like more fruity than it is, but it's it's good because. I feel like Keeneland, they have April and October is when they have their races. Mm-hmm. And it's always a, a billion degrees, no matter what. So <laughs> like you want I've something never, real fruity. Yes. Or like you want something refreshing. That's a better word for it, yeah. Yes. I've never had a... Uh, the other one is a Belmont Jewel. Mm-hmm. Receive for an early summer feel. Bourbon, lemonade, pomegranate juice, and orange zest. So on Friday night is the Oaks, which is a big race. Yeah, people still dress up. It's all fancy and stuff. The Oaks is the 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 Phillies, right? Yeah, it's it's the girl horses, the chicks, as they say. So the official Oaks Lily recipe is a stemless wine glass, blackberries, um, blackberries and lemon to garnish, and features vodka, sweet and sour, and cranberry juice, and White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there you go. That's there's right. gonna be a lot. I don't know what the, do you know what the capacity is supposed to be for the Derby? Is it fifty percent? I don't know. I mean, fifty percent would be. And I've been like I've been. There were to no the spectators Derby. last year. Yeah, I've been to the Derby, the infield, like four or five times. It's a shit show. <laughs> they shouldn't. Design. Yes. Yeah. You I mean you can't see anything? You're not now there to watch the race. Yeah. Now they have a. a they actually have a, uh, a a big screen, but you can see about three, maybe two seconds of the actual horses racing. You go like there. NASCAR race. You've been to a NASCAR race? No, but I feel like I should go to one. We should go to one as a for a show. We could do a live show. I do a, a NASCAR race with you. All right, uh, <laughs> come on, turn one. Your Mark beard, Martin in the number six. Your beards in number six Viagra car. Mark Martin. Your beer today is uh, Bud Light. And your bourbon is Jim Beam, as much as you can drink of it. That's right. Uh, speaking of bourbon, David, did you see yeah. what I put in here? The uh, the oldest known bottle of whiskey, and I, I include it as bourbon because of, I'll tell you why. But in Georgia, a 250-year-old bottle of whiskey, believed to be the oldest known, is uh, oldest known whiskey in existence is said to be auctioned. Skinner Auctioneers believes the bottle was originally a gift and has been safeguarded for generations. Um, it features a handwritten note on it that says this bourbon was probably made prior to 1865. It's not even handwritten, though. It's like typed. They didn't have a typewriter in 1865. Come on, man. It says this bourbon was probably made prior to 1865, was in the cellars of Mr. John Pierpont Morgan, from whose estate it was acquired upon his death. As far as it is known, there were no bourbon distillers in Georgia after the Civil War. So maybe there was before, but they uh, they pulled a little bit out of the bottle for testing <laughs> and determined it was likely bottled between 1763 and 1803. They think it will go between twenty and forty thousand dollars. That's almost as much as a pappy twenty-five year old. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Also, side note: after six months, I started reading Pappy Lane. And you mean uh, Abby? Abby started reading, or Charlie started reading it to you? No. <laughs> but what? As a collector, now we, Dave and I are in a bourbon group on Facebook, and these collections are insane like weekend hall five thousand dollars worth of bourbon yeah i mean who does that 
Well, we know. Well, I know someone that does. Not maybe not to that extent, but does a lot of bourbon. <laughs> and it just seems excessive. It, it 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 and it's it gets very. It's a slippery slippery slope. Like I'm willing to spend on this journey fifteen to fifty dollars a week. Right? Like yeah. that's reasonable. No less, no more. Um Yeah, I spent more. <laughs> but like just uh, these like somebody well, there's a post today, I don't know if you read it, it said, Hey, I was in my local store, they had four bottles of uh, Eagle Rare. I thought about buying all four. I just bought one because I thought somebody else would like to enjoy it. A guy came in after me. I told him about it. <laughs> he came right with the, you know, like, <laughs> that's how it goes. Of course, man. That they Those people are called taters, right? No, the people that like go and search, seek out the bourbon and and wait in line for Ohio is bad because you can follow like on delivery day, you can follow the truck around and you know you know hey this last place got you know whatever bourbon I'm gonna go chase the the truck to the next place because I know where they're going and be in line and, and get you know six bottles of whatever they've got and the same twelve people are getting the the you know whatever allocated bourbons every week. Because they know the truck route. Yes, that's. I think that's what the next Fast and Furious is going to be about. About bourbon, hijacking bourbon trucks. <laughs> I mean, NASCAR started from uh, bootleggers. Maybe a new sport will start from uh, bourbon taters. Bourbon. Yeah, bourbon taters. I don't know, man. It's it is so. Like I I get it. There's a the supply and demand. The supply is low. The demand is through the roof. Yes. So people in this capitalistic society see that opportunity to make that money. I don't fault the system being set up that way, but it is just a little scummy to me. Yeah. I went, so I went to a place that had a, an amazing bourbon selection in actually in Kentucky, Mm -hmm. old Kentucky bourbon bar. And you, I think were, I didn't send you a picture of all the bourbons they had because I think you would have been even more pissed off at me than you already were. But my you got the weakest flight of the flights that I saw. Well, yeah. So I, I that's because the first thing I picked was like not cheap. The first bourbon I had was Weller Twelve. Mm-hmm. And but don't you have a bottle of that? Or, no, you got the Weller no. Antique. I got the Antique. So the Weller Twelve had been one of those that I've seen it. I've seen around at select places before and it's like i know i like wellers and i know what's the retail on weller 12 i think the the retail is like 60 bucks to be honest with you it's not but you ain't never gonna find it out there in the wild for that yeah but the uh the the one pour of this i think was 22 dollars which is not horrible but it's you know it's one of those where hey special occasion i'm gonna get something i'm not gonna go crazy um and it was, I think I told you, one of the best bourbons that I've ever had. And the, just super smooth. I mean, basically Weller's, the original, you know, Weller's uh, Special Reserve, if you like that, the smoothness of that, the wheat burb, wheated bourbon, mm. that times, you know, an extra whatever, three, you know, times three, because I think Weller's is four years, right? It yeah, it's not a super long. Yeah, that times three, because mm. it's it's that good and that smooth. Um, and then the 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 flight. So they had a couple different flights, and I just picked. So I wanted to, you know, you see the the. You'd uh, asked me about one of the bourbons earlier in the week, so yeah. So you see, like the um the hype bourbons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we call those unicorns, David. Unicorn, and it's not this one's not really a unicorn. But um, I'd never heard of it. I see it all the time on you know, they. So they had, uh, you know, the special bottles and then they have specials as well, where it's like flights to for people that don't know what. This. So I'm like, I'm going to try one of these. Well, all just one ounce pours. There were uh, three quarters of an ounce of three different bourbons for each one. So the one that I had was the Adam flight. 
and it just so happened that that was the bartender of the day. I did not know that, um, but it was Mellow Corn, and that, the only reason I got it was because of Mellow Corn. It's a super cheap. You had like, that's what you're asking about, Mellow yeah. Corn, and it is the worst shit I think I've ever tried. <laughs> it's so oh, bad. Wait, worse than uh. It was harsh. Like it was like it it that like if I I think it's like you can get a handle of it for twenty bucks. And it tasted and you, like how much how much was the flight, to be honest. The flight total was seventeen dollars, but that was the cheapest one of the flight. They had you could do a pour of it for three bucks of mellow corn. Just by itself. Like it's a like full well bourbon. A t- it's like a two yeah. like Kentucky Tavern. What else you got? <laughs> the, got and so they're, corn. their well bourbon at uh, Old Kentucky Bourbon Bar was ancient age. Because uh Hell yeah. Yeah. Because Angie got um what did she get? I forget what it's called. Um she gets- No. Oh, she got a, a bourbon mule. There you go. With uh with bourbon, you know, and it, it was with <laughs> a bourbon mule with bourbon. Bourbon mule, extra bourbon. <laughs> with yeah. uh but it was I think it was um well, she got a Kentucky mule. Ancient age, yes. Uh but my second one was on my flight was TW Samuels. I, I, so it's a Heaven Hill product. And so I I literally picked the cheapest flight, not because I wanted the cheapest flight. I, I really wanted to try the mellow corn, but I wanted to try a couple different things. Right. And all three of the so the mellow corn came in a, in a glass bottle. The other two came in plastic bottles. Um, and I'm That's like, when oh, you know, listen, straight up legit did. talk. Kentucky Tavern came in a big ass plastic bottle. Yeah. It's just as good as any, you know value bourbon out there if you're going to mix it it's fine if you're going to drink it straight drink it fast it's going to it'll get you drunk yeah but you know what i mean like it reminds me of like if you ever like if you think about wine like cheap like red wine they say like it tastes just as good as expensive red wine except you have a headache the next day right like it, it gives you because like, it has like the is scientifically stuff proven? it is scientifically proven um but tw samuels is a heaven hill so Larceny, uh, if you like that whole family of, of bourbons, a heaven hell product, but it came in a big plastic bottle. And, the, and I, this was, that was, I, I liked that. Like, I'm like, I'm going to, I haven't seen that anywhere though. Right. Have you seen that on the mm-hmm. shelf? I mean, I feel like it would be pretty low, like, like low, like toe level, almost bourbon. <laughs> Um, and then my my third they actually one was, clean the floors with it. I think. Yeah. Then my third one was Bardstown Bonded, which was it was that one was solid. It wasn't anything, you know, super crazy. Um, but yeah, it, it uh, the, and they had some other good good uh, flights. They had the uh, the Taylor flight was Paul Sutton Bourbon, Redemption Rum, Cask Rye, and OKBB uh, Grander Rye cask rum mm-hmm. which i thought that was interesting it had a, a rum what the, the lily had a, has a rye on it too it had 1776 sherry cask rye Ooh. angels envy and rough rider double casked i i want somebody to i want you more specifically to ha- try angels envy before i break down and buy a 45 dollar bottle of it for experimental purposes <laughs> angels envy yeah I just see um, it everywhere. That's one of those things. That I think they've got good marketing. I think they flood these chains with it. Yeah. But then I went to, and, and this is going to tie into a question I have for you. So I went to today when I went to brunch, went to Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey. Amazing. I mean, like fancy food, fancy, simple food, right? Like it's. Like $12 biscuits and gravy? Yes. That, and I got biscuit. That's literally what I got. Biscuits and gravy, bacon, and uh, and eggs. 12 bucks. Boom. It's exactly. Their gravy is it's $12 gravy. They should call it $12 gravy. Yeah, just, but it costs 12 cents to make gravy. Pro, I'm sure, yeah. But it was delicious. You know, it's just flour and lard and water yeah. or milk and or whatever. Butter, yeah. And milk, yeah. Um. It was fantastic, but the the re- part of the reason we went was because hey, they've also got whiskey, co- whiskey and cocktails, and I got a Bloody Mary. I'm not a big Bloody Mary person, but 
My Bloody Mary had rye in it. It had uh, George Dickel rye in it. George Fan- Dickel. Fantastic. I really enjoyed that. But I so saw it had, on there. It had rye whiskey instead of vodka? Yes. And I will highly recommend anyone that has. I don't a, like tomato juice. They Theirs was a little, because uh, it had like fresh, I think, house-made. There you go. It had fresh house-made pickles in it. It was a little pickly, but other I than like that, pickles. other it I was like a tomatoes. little, a little pickly. You were in a pickle this morning. I know, but they on their menu, <laughs> <laughs> on the on the menu, they had Wild Turkey One Hundred and One as one of their bourbons. They also had, and I've never seen this, Wild Turkey Eighty One. Is that a thing? Wild Turkey Eighty One proof. I'm sure. I mean, they had it, so it would have to be unless they just made something up. Like, hey, this is Wild Turkey 101 with a little bit of water in it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've never seen that. Like, I I feel like there's so many bourbons. You see something new every day, right? Yeah. I don't know. Shout out to Boomtown, Chef Christian. Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey. Christian Gill. He's been on uh, Food Network, Guys Grocery Games, oh, wow. and, and won. He was a winner on Food Network. Oh, this, did this you podcast win? is available on the Food Network podcast system. <laughs> With yeah, we probably are if that's a thing. Yeah, I'd put it on there. The you know what you know what is not available on Food Network. You you can't because you can't eat it. What beer octane? That's right. But you want to eat it because hey takes- man, shout out to beer octane because I think I think I haven't told you this yet. We're gonna give away some. Beard Octane for one next year. Week. For one year. Next year. So next week. I get this uh, email from Beard Octane, and they've got this collab series. Uh, it's the Beard Oil uh, and Beard Growth Oil for David. Who are they collaborating collabing with? I think they. I don't. I think it's not really. I, I don't think they use the correct term. I think it's like a package deal of their <laughs> of their stuff. <laughs> like it's not like Beard Octane and. You know, the Beard Octane and Rogaine present yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe Rogaine. So right now the collab series, uh, it's the Beard Oil. Let me click on it and see what it is. But if you go to BeardOctane.com, use promo code BeardsBeards10, which if you saw that on MMAMcKinney.com, it was all wrong. I fixed it. Uh, he did. Um, Barbershop Beard Oil liquid beard oil uh if you bought these three separate they would be 95 dollars. get this package that's too um, much how much can i oh see that's oh, wait. then 10 percent off of that right yeah uh for free easy payments if you use sezzle i don't know what that is but you get uh they are one ounce beard oils. Man, and I think the collab is there's different people involved because there's different people's faces on here. They didn't really specify this very good. Do they have layaway? They have sizzle. Yeah, oh, that's interest, even better. Interest free payments, David. Hey man, I I'm I got I oh, here some beard beard products. Here here's the come here in four collab. months. <laughs> ginger jamboree is from Dan the Bearded. It smell it is ginger lemon, uh, lime and positivity. Then there's sun bacon, which is beard times with Scott, um, which is coconut, vanilla, orange, and sunshine. And then the third is Roosevelt knobs beard reviews. So it must, these must be beard, people beard review would, people. Yeah. When you get patchouli, I don't know what patchouli is. Sandalwood. Like, yeah. And prestigious class and sophistication with the strength of a bear wrestler. <laughs> that's what's contained in this beard oil that's a no bs type of scent lets everybody know that you mean business came here to do two things stroke my beard and drink bourbon that's what that's what that tells people <laughs> the patchouli is like incense flavor by the way <laughs> i like i wonder how they get the sunshine in there sunshine lollipops and, and rainbows how do they get the positivity like oh man, well, one of them was more... prestige. One of them was pressed, uh, prestigiousness. <laughs> I need some uh, pos- positivity uh, in here. Get over here, man. Hey, man, uh, you're yeah. You're one was really... sunshine. One was positivity, and one was prestigiousness. Prestigiousness. There you go. Right. 
Shout out to Beard Octane. They're they, they are. I mean, they're almost getting too big for us. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they keep sponsoring us because we also love I got them. to email them because I forgot. I don't know how to reset my password to see like our our dashboard. How much money we made? Well, they even they like will send like different pictures and stuff to use, and I've used it exactly one time since we partnered. The half my password. You know, it's graphics that you could put. Put on the website. So, yeah, the hat picture was the big one. Yeah. If you go on our Instagram, it's on there, like from almost from a year ago today. Yep. We're, we're getting there. My goal is by the time we hit, we're almost there. A thousand followers by one year. We're going to have a big social media Instagram push this week. The big thing is another giveaway from Rivalry Brews. That's right. Coming back, Adam. All those people, all their hundreds of employees that they have, and he wants Just us. Adam, to do, right? I th- I think there's more people than that, but I don't know. I, he, Adam's the only one I know. So all the great people, mostly Adam at Rivalry Bruce. <laughs> thank you so much. They they want us to like do something. They want they want us to do a big event. Like and they want us to do an event. So I think we're gonna maybe. Have you talked to the Barks? Are they in? They're they're gonna be in. They're gonna play. I mean, it ain't like they're doing any concerts right now. They're gonna, yeah, they're 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 not they're not busy that day, whatever day it is. <laughs> that day that we so, that we do yeah. that we'll let you guys know about. Also, big news in the sponsorship world. Amazon hit us up. That man, and you are killing. So for your fans now, instead of one month, we're gonna give you three months free of Wait, Amazon Music. Only for our fans. Only for our fans. Don't tell okay. anybody. Onlyfans.com. <laughs> go to that. You can't go a week without mentioning Onlyfans. <laughs> go to that.com and, and you'll, you'll see where that's us. <laughs> so our podcast is available on Amazon as well as our playlist. As we are available on Audible. Three months. This offer ends on May 19th. Sign up right now. Go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. It would help us. It's going to help you because Amazon Music's awesome. I would love for Abby to tell you how much she loves it because she's the one that uses it in this household. And with that, we're going to go to the playlist, David. All right. You can do your song for it because I, I, I'm a, I mean, I wasn't even born when the song came out. It was, came out in 1989. I mentioned this to Abby, this song, and I, I think I heard it. In a, like I think I I woke up and I just had the song in my head. You ever have that? Yes, every day. Um, I wish it was like new songs that weren't already in existence. I'm like, ah oh, man, I could be I could be writing songs, but it's already songs that exist. So this is. By the band Real Life from 1989, David. Good year for you. Throwback. Tell me if you've heard it. This is Send Me an Angel. Can't hear you, baby. I'm bobbing. I feel like I could do some like jazzercise to this. I'm even gonna hit you with the chorus. <laughs> that's that's the right here. You're not as excited as I thought you'd be, David. Well, yeah. It it was a. I listened to it before, and I was like, "Oh man, that's." I so I told you a lot it was of a banger. It is a banger. I've heard a lot of songs from that time period. I'd never heard that one. So, I've, it's got to be in a movie or something. I don't know why. It seems like it would be in um, Top Gun. Maybe I don't know. Which the new Top Gun comes out shortly, as we speak. It might be coming out this week. I don't know. All right, tell me about your song. We can't so, my song. 
It was the year. I don't. I don't know what year it came out. Two thousand six, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy said, "Hey, this it's me. This chick in my band. She's my sister." Spoiler alert: It's actually his wife, <laughs> Jack White, Meg White, White Stripes. He took her name because he's progressive, and they started a band, the White Stripes. And they did a song called My Doorbell. Gary's going to play it. I feel like this song has the most white stripes he song ever. Like, it sounds like she's in the other room playing the drums. You ever think, like, Piano. They don't have a lot of piano in their song. Tambourine coming in. Like, imagine Jack White has a tambourine on his leg. Man. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I like the White Stripes. I mean, the lead in this song is the, is the drums. She's playing lead drums. Like, normally lead drums. drums. Are, Normally, drums is the is like the background in the song, and it's the other thing is it sounds like I don't know how they did this, but it sounds like she's in a different room than him playing the drums. And sadly, they're now divorced, and Jack White has to have seven other bands to make up for the one band that he was in with his sister slash wife. Is he in a bunch of different bands? He's in the Raconteurs. Mm-hmm. Uh. What's his other one? The dead what? Dead weather? Dead what? Weather dead? I I don't follow him. He does solo stuff. Um, but he does a lot of different. He has a lot of different projects. But when he was with Meg White, it was only the White Stripes. She said, "Hey, you're not going. You're not stepping out at all. This is what you're doing." And he was he obeyed. It's us, me and you, sister, brother, wife, husband. They're from Tennessee, right? Well, he lives in Nashville now. I don't know where they're from. I think he's from Michigan, actually. I hope everybody enjoys the Kentucky Derby this weekend. Remember this, my picks. This remember, remember, remember this day in December. Yes, or April. Thank you to Amazon Music, Rivalry Brews, and Beer Dog Game for their love, and thank you for listening. We do have some of the best fans on the fucking planet, David. I don't think yeah. anybody will dispute that. Me and Abby did our podcast today, and we were talking about the difference. I was talking about the difference in our podcast. Like the people that listen to Close Enough are generally people that know us. And yeah. I would say, other than maybe my mom <laughs> and my wife, your wife, my like my wife doesn't even listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so most of you guys are complete strangers and have shown us nothing but love with the shares hope everybody got there um so yeah we appreciate it remember to like share comment we're on all the social medias that's a given mmamckinney.com for all your uh brewery needs info next week one year free beer, one free beards. Free, what I'm free shaving beard my beard stuff. Next week. You are shaving just the mustache. I should do it live. We should, uh, you know, who shaved his, his beard, Pride who? Slayer Jesse Romans. He won, apparently. He won, night. yeah. And they they showed a picture of him. And I'm like, who the hell is that? That ain't Pride Slayer Jesse Romans. All right, there we you go. You guys are amazing. David, you're amazing. April Plains. Put your put your hat back on before we go out. <laughs> if you stuck around watching the video, it's worth it for that. Yeah. Episode fifty one in the books next year. Next year, shit. Next Take year. Two. Next week we celebrate one year, our one year anniversary. But just always remember, drink responsibly. You got a gambling problem? 
Don't come to us about it. Call 1-800-MMA-McKinney. We will give you the best picks for a, a fee if you have a gambling problem only. <laughs> See you next week. Thanksgiving, do we even got a question? Hermes pastel, I pass the dressing. My attitude is tattooed, that means it's permanent, so I guess you should address it, huh? My swag is Mick Jagger, every time I breathe on the track, I asthma attack it. Why he so mad for? Why he gotta have it? Cause I slay my whole life, now I'm the master, nah, nah, nah. How I feel to wake up and be the shit and a urine, nah, nah, nah. Trying to get that coke.